No, what was the role play? Yeah. The role yeah, play. Yeah, what was the role? This feels like it's going to be so wrong. It's so wrong. I'm going to tell you right now. I've oh never God. talked about this. Uh-uh. Ah, oh, shit. Dun, dun, dun. I like to be like a runaway slave. Okay, now. Mental oh. shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like to play like a runaway slave. Okay. I like what to play like a, diso- a disobedient slave with a white woman. So, t- Welcome to episode 56 of the Riley Randall's podcast. I go by the name of Riley Ritz, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Shout out Bushwick, shout out Canarsie, shout out Best Eye. I rap, I form, I used to do OnlyFans, and as of today, I podcast. Shout out to my old listeners, shout out to my new ones. And um, no hesitation, let's just get into it. Um... <clears throat> Let me just address, fuck it, let me just address the fucking first clip I just played. That was Maino. though. He was recently on the this podcast called Lip Service. It's with Angela Yee and I think Stephanie Santiago and um, Laura, I don't want to say Laurel, 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 whatever the fuck. And that's bad because... That's bad. That's bad that I butcher her name because I know she was on one season of Love and Hip Hop and she used to rap, but she retired that. So, you know, more power to her. But anywho, that's neither here nor there. Mm. You know, I had to set my water. <clears throat> but uh fuck I was about to say. Oh yeah, Mayna was on Angelie's podcast lip service recently. And that, out of everything he said, that snippet, that snippet went viral. Basically, he, when it comes to fucking with the white girls, he prefers a little, you know, slave for, slave for play. I mean, the prop, I mean, the proper term is race play, but fuck it. Slave for, slave for play is better. Fuck y'all. Anywho, he has this shit where, I mean, y'all heard the clip. He, like, when he's fucking with the white girls, he likes to do that little role play where she's, where the white girl plays Massa and he's the slave and, you know, they reenact. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck they, they probably reenact in the fucking bedroom. For all I know is, it's too easy to say 12 years a slave. It's too easy. Way too easy. What is it? Roots? I can see Roots. Fucking, is she's, is she like the white female Thomas Jefferson and he's the black Mandingo motherfucker that, I don't know. It's a whole pos- It's a whole bunch of possibilities. The Django, like, is, is he the Django that just temporarily lusts after a white girl because she got some plastic titties and a BBL ass. Like, I don't know what... I don't know. I really don't know. What I do know is... If 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 that was a motherfucking 
if that is a real kink for him, certain kinks should just go unsaid. Like, you know, you shouldn't kink, you, in my personal opinion, you shouldn't kink shame. Yeah, in my personal opinion, you shouldn't kink, kink shame. I don't know if I, yeah, I said this on the, on the last episode about men like getting their ass played with. It doesn't necessarily mean they're gay. You know, that shouldn't be kink shame. But I know there's a stigma to it. So if you said, if you would have said it out loud, depending on who you was around when you when you said, niggas gonna still think you're gay for that. So, I mean, you can say it out loud, but you know, it depends on who you say it around. But shit like race play or slave play, nah, nah. Keep that between you and the white and the white bitch that's pegging you. I don't care, like, keep that between y'all, all right, that shit shouldn't be said out loud, but I, I think I follow him on social media, specifically Instagram, because he be dropping them jewels in his car every now and then, but, um, he just seems to be, like, taking this and run with it, he posts, I think he posted a clip of, from that movie Life, and just, Laughed at himself and just laughed at everybody. It just basically just, you know, chalked it off as him trolling. Which could be it too. But it's like, even if it's trolling, like, trolling is no different than jokes. They're funny, but to a degree, it could train, it contains some true shit or some, your real thoughts. So even with that, I'm like, you should have just kept that in the tuck. That's my thing. That's just weird to say out loud, especially on a podcast like that. Not there, not that there's anything wrong with Angela Yee's podcast. I'm not saying that, but yeah, certain kings you just gotta take to your grave. Just keep it again, keep it between you and the white bitch. That's it. I don't give a fuck. She look like Carmen Electra, yes, Jules, or whatever the fuck. Just nah, nah. But, um, yeah, now that that's out the way, um, let me just get to this Drewski joint. Um, he, well, I found out about this way after the fact. He posted a skit and deleted it. First of all, that was the first I've heard him ever doing that. Whatever skits he posted, if, if it was up, it was stuck. He never took them shits down until yesterday. Yeah, he posted and then took down a skit of him, of this video skit, basically highlighting on how men peer pressure women into drinking, you know? Especially with the drinking games, have I never, and, you know, answer answering questions that'll get women to drink more. And then niggas giving that creepy look when they realize that woman is intoxicated and shit. And then not even try. Take advantage of it, unfortunately. And you would have thought it was a snuff film, the way people reacted to it. You would have thought it was Drewski himself doing the shit, for real, for real. Because there was a strong... I don't want to use the word strong. I don't want to use the word strong, but it was a strong reaction to it 
from both men and women. And I, like I said, I saw the shit late. Like, I'm talking about way after Drewski initially deleted. I saw it when somebody else saved the shit and reposted it. And I got to say, y'all motherfuckers were quick. <laughs> Niggas really were quick. Like, it's wild that somebody on the internet is immediately screenshooting and, save, and saving content just in case that sh- the initial shit gets deleted or taken down. Then they have something with the... It's, with the is this you effect type type shit behind it that's wild but yeah um i saw i saw the video twice and i just kind of shrugged my shoulders at it because this is what i'm used to seeing at the functions i'll be honest like this is a to like I'm surprised that there was a strong reaction. I'm su- like, let me not say I'm surprised there's a strong reaction to it. I thought this was more so common, a common knowledge thing. Like, whenever you go to the function, like whenever I went to a function, it was always like the peer pressuring drinking games, you know, with guys and girls and shit. But it was more so like guys like pressuring girls to like drive the boat and shit. You know? And you can tell and you can tell when and you can tell the difference between it being, you know, a consensual, friendly atmosphere versus the niggas, you know, plotting to sexually assault these women while intoxicated. Like you can tell the vibes. Like, I can say you can tell the, I want, like, I'm saying you can tell the vibes, but that's easier, that's easier to say when you're looking at it from a distance as opposed to being actively involved in that. But nonetheless, I seen, I seen niggas act weird whenever women are around. Like, hit them with that. Yo, 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 drink this, drink this, drink this, drink this. Take a drink, take a drink, drink a drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. I've seen that. I've seen that play out. Like, fortunately, I would like to say fortunately, I never witnessed, you know, that shit leading to sexual assault, thank God. Like, I don't know how my conscience would live with that shit. Mm. Shit, I smoke water. But that shit is every that shit is damn near and I don't want let me not say every day, but it be it's a regular at the functions. These niggas peer pressuring girls to drink. And then these girls wake up not knowing or realizing what not knowing what happened and feel very fucking violated. And the strongest, and again, I said, men, both men and women reacted strongly to that skit. But from what I've been seeing, it's been mostly men reacting a little bit more stronger than the women because um, niggas being weird, niggas being weird, niggas being on their Chris style shit. And what's wild is somebody posted. 
screenshots of niggas tagging their mans like, yo, this is you at such and such. Yo, don't tell me this ain't you, nigga. <laughs> and it's like, wow. Like, <sighs> niggas openly dry telling, no, niggas dry snitching on themselves just off the strength of one content. Like, that was nuts. That was nuts, but disappointing at the same time because, again, I. Like I'm, I know I'm slow on the thought, but the the first thing I think about is how women to this day be telling niggas like, "Yo, talk, go talk to your boys, go talk." Uh, like I know I'm saying it, the way I'm saying it is weird, but nonetheless is, "Yo, talk to your boys," and then niggas turn around and say, "Oh, I don't associate myself with niggas that move like that. I don't associate myself with weird niggas." And then knowingly associate themselves with weird niggas. Then when it gets pointed out, it's my man, nah, my man's don't move like that. I don't move like that. I don't associate myself with weird niggas. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do, nigga. Yes, you do. Like, you moving what like not. Not only you associating yourself with wacky niggas that like niggas that move wacky, it's possibility that you moving wacky. Getting the girls to drop the boat in the host that they can touch on your dick while they drunk and shit. Like that ain't cool. Like an intoxic intoxicated consent is not actual consent. If they cannot verbally say yes or no, or even if they say yes or no, if you know they are fucking, if you know they're visibly drunk, nigga, that's not consent either way. Like, I remember asking my ex, like, yo, yeah, I asked her this once, like, yo, did you ever, did you knowingly have sex with niggas while you're intoxicated? And she was like, yeah. It kind of took me back a bit. It physically took me back. I'm like, for real? She was like, yeah. Like, you you were conscious of it. Yes, nigga, I was conscious. I knowingly had sex with niggas while I was, like, tipsy. And I was like, all right. I, I mean, she probably did. Long as it was consensual. Or I'm hoping it's consensual. Or I'm, or I'm hoping what she told me was the actual truth. Because I know there's another story, different person, um, a co-worker of mine, a former co-worker of mine. She was intoxicated and some nigga that called her, called himself her friend, like, took her pants off and ate her pussy. Which is, you know, sexual assault because she didn't consent to that. Consent to that. She was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then they, and she was like, get the fuck off me, get the fuck off me. And the nigga got the fuck off her, fortunately, and that's where it stopped at. Soon as I and I, and as I was listening to the story, I just realized like, yo, that nigga sexually assaulted you. I said that out loud. One of them niggas laughed. Like the there was like, mind you, she told me the story around 
she told me the story around her other co-workers. And as soon as I said, yo, that nigga sexually assaulted you. Some other nigga laughed. I'm like, what the fuck is funny? Like, she was really sexually assaulted. And she didn't know how to take to that. I didn't know how to take to that. But it was like, she's telling me this because the moment's been passed. Like, her and the nigga are not cool like that. Last I heard. But it was like, as soon as I heard the story, it was like, yo, you were sexually assaulted. You didn't give your consent. This nigga just took it upon himself to make a move. Knowing damn well you was intoxicated. Like, it shouldn't have happened to begin with. But because, I like, you know, because it's a, uh, I don't even feel comfortable saying, like, because it's a regular occurrence. Like, niggas don't, I don't want to excuse niggas at all. Like, niggas should know better. I really, I, I don't want to excuse it at all, so I'm not going to. Niggas should know better, period. And it's wild that somebody laughed at it because it's that, but it's that, it's really that much of a like regular occurrence. But soon, but lo and behold, like, yo, nah, that shit ain't normal. Thank God I never did no shit like that, ever. Nah. You intoxicated, I ain't making no moves off you, lady. I'm good. <laughs> you think you're saying yes, but nah. Nah. Say yes to me when you're 100% sober. <laughs> but nah. Niggas that reacted strongly to that were not as in, yo, niggas really, like, yo, niggas, niggas is weird, da, 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 da. Niggas, no, niggas reacted strongly to that because they didn't like that Drewski was holding up a mirror to him. Because odds are, the nigga that, the odds are, the niggas that felt the way about their skin are the same niggas that normally move like that or worse. It might be the ones that put the Mickeys in the drink still or the Mollies in the drink or whatever the fuck. Niggas think they niggas think they have a higher chance of getting a hit if if she got the motherfucking drunk goggles on or the vodka or the vodka goggles on or the dark or the dark liquor goggles on either way and niggas didn't like that they saw too much of themselves in that skit so of course they was gonna react very strongly against it. It's just a sketch. It's just his comedy. Niggas is trying to back up. Oh, no, 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 no. Y'all niggas, like, ever since that Will Smith shit happened, even even to go further back than that, Dave, ever since the, the shit with Dave Chappelle and the gays happened, niggas been, you, niggas thought the word comedy to shield themselves from accountability. Shield themselves from, from accountability, responsibility. Like, whenever, whenever shit happens, it's just comedy. Y'all can't, y'all can't take it. Nah, nigga. Apparently, you can't take it. Nah, nigga. In this case, the way you react is not a joke. It's too much like real life. Because, again, you niggas move like this in real life. And, again, women be saying, hold your boys accountable. Check, check your boys. Look what type of circle you have. And niggas be like, 
Nah, I don't I don't have weirdos in my circle. I don't have weirdos in my circle. But, and yet, why are you tagging these but why are you tagging these niggas talking about this is you? Nigga, if you're not pointing out the problem, you are the problem. You're part of that problem. Just because niggas is out, not outright blatantly taking it, just like, matter of fact, they are taking it. Whether it's, whether it's outright blatantly sober or through intoxication, through intoxications, through alcohol, through fucking drugs. Like, it's weird, it's real weirdo shit. And that's why some, some girls don't feel comfortable partying around a bunch of niggas like that. If anything, they'll keep it to the niggas that they know. Or keep it to their girls or fucking not even do it at all. So, yeah, um... Right, but my summary of it is Drewski didn't do anything wrong. Like, I didn't see the initial post with the captions and shit, but it wasn't like... I would, I would like to think he's not actively doing that shit in real time. But the sketch, yeah. I didn't see the hubbub about it. That's how you niggas move like that. That's how most of you niggas move in real life. Very creepy. Very weird. Very predatory. But you niggas going to chalk it up as a joke so you don't face up to yourself and take accountability for, for your weird-ass, wacky behavior. So it is what it is. Uh, moving on. Uh, yeah, but I'm not editing out these water sips. Water, water sips. A nigga be thirsty, so y'all just going to get what you're going to get. <laughs> mm. Mm. All right, so earlier on Twitter, Complex Music tweeted out with a picture of Doja Cat saying, Doja Cat is a rapper. Stop saying otherwise. Doja's talent shouldn't be held against her. It's a new day. Genre bending just doesn't just refer to same song rapping. At Doja Cat equals rapper, point blank, read. And... Uh, I'm not even gonna hold it. I didn't even really click on the link to read because Doja Cat and the rapper thing has been debated online for a minute now, and I felt the same way. the The way that I felt seeing that post is the same way that I felt when it was first discussed. Like Doja Cat may be a rapper. Let me not say rap, maybe. She is a rapper, but it's secondary. To me, you know what I'm saying? And you know what? Just let me get to another thing that... Just let me get to another thing real quick, because... But staying on subject. Um, namaste. I had her on the podcast recently with, you know, Quiet the Kids to Sleep. And she asked me, what makes a rapper a rapper? She's just at, she and she wasn't asking to be a jerk because I didn't take it as her being a jerk at all. So I, I told her that I would answer it here. And here's my thing. Here's my assessment on it. 
know. She again to me, Doja Cat is a rapper, but it's like it's a secondary thing. She's more of a pop artist than she is a rapper. If anything, she's a pop rapper. Please don't kill me for this Q-tip. All right, I know rap is not pop, but damn it, we in twenty twenty two now. <laughs> Rap is the most hip hop culture. It's the hip hop culture is the most popular culture out here right now. Hip hop rap genre is the most popular thing. It's the popular genre. If there's no if and ors about it, or buts about it. So initially, I know initially Doja Cat was a rapper. Same how somebody else told me that, what's the name of that nigga? Alo Black. Somebody told me how he was initially a rapper. But what I know him for is, you can tell everybody. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. It's pop music. Nigga's a pop artist. It is what it is. Same thing with Doja. Like, she went from Bitch on Macau, which was mean rap. And even then, and even then, she had a fucking album. She had a project. Like, yeah, she was spitting 16s here and there, but the project was predominantly pop shit. It was predominantly pop shit. To me, she, to me she's what I refer She will. I would refer to her as a pop rapper. I still remember when, back when, you know, before Black Eyed Peas, for example, I still remember when they first came out as rappers. Everybody else knew them for when it was Will I Am, the other nigga that played Vega in the Street Fighter movie, some other nondescript nigga, I'm sorry, I don't know his name, and Fergie. They know those Black Eyed Peas. I know the Black Eyed Peas when there was three of them and a black girl. And them niggas was rapper rappers. That's the joint. That's the jam. Turn that shit up and play it again. I still remember that shit. Niggas was signed with Easy e once upon a time. True story. Look that shit up. They were rapping. And then when that shit wasn't getting them any looks, niggas transitioned over to doing pop shit. Making songs. Linking up with Fergie. Fucking, I still remember that fucking first single of their rebrand with Justin Timberlake. Where, where is the love? Yeah, I still remember that shit. That's wild. Like, to see the transition play out from them making, you know, hip-hop conscious shit. Like, there was really that boom-bap crowd. To transitioning over it. So if you ask anybody now. They're a mainstream pop act. So to answer a question. What makes her. What makes a rapper a rapper. To me. To me. It's simple. No just 16. Like you rapping for real for real. Not sprinkling in some poppy. Not sprinkling in some poppy shit. And then calling it rap. When in reality that shit is. Pop. Oh, so you think because 
she's not rapping 16 like a nigga that isn't considered rap. I mean, I'm not saying that, but at the same time, again, that's not conventional rap. What Doja Cat does is not conventional rap. And I, and again, yeah, we in 2022. What is conventional? But I'm not going to overlook the fact that what she does is pop music. That's like when Lizzo won. That's like when Lizzo beat Ari Lennox for the fucking Soul Train Music Awards of R&B Album of the Year. Mind you. Around the time Lizzo had just dropped Cause I Love You. No, like, if you listen to that shit, no, not one song was fucking R&B. Her album was predominantly pop. Ari Lennox, Ari Lennox, um, Shade Butter Baby. That was R&B. R&B and soul. Through and through. I know, I listened to the whole fucking album. R&B and soul. So for Lizzo, so for Lizzo's pop album to beat out Ari Lennox R&B soul album for R&B album of the year was wild. So yeah, looking back at it, I can totally understand why Ari was upset at it. Shabby right to me. But I felt like that was the real thing. But um, yeah, she may not be. A conventional rapper, but she may Doja may not be a conventional rapper. Like she's considered a rapper by most, but to me, she's a pop artist first, rapper second. And then another thing I never understood was how, whenever the the uh, subject of Doja Cat being a pop artist or a rapper came about, niggas would throw Drake into the mix because, to me, that's an apple and oranges conversation. They don't even mix. Drake is predominantly a rapper that occasionally sings. Doja Cat is a pop artist that occasionally raps. More often than like, you name me one album where Drake, you name me one album where Drake is mainly an R&B artist. You name me one. The closest you're going to get to that is, the closest you're going to get with that is, to me, take care. I mean, not take care. Thank me later. Thank me later. On second thought, let me rethink that. Because I really want to, because now that I say that out loud, the most R&B we ever, the most R&B singing we ever got from Drake on an album, I want to say it's a toss-up between Take Care and Thank Me Later. It's between the two. It's between the two. I don't want to... I really don't feel comfortable just getting it down to one album. It's between those two. But yeah, more than not, Drake is rapping than he is singing. So to me, he's predominantly a rapper that occasionally sings. To me, Doja Cat is predominantly a pop artist that occasionally raps. And that's okay. I just, I just me, Rodney Ritz just can't consider her uh, a rapper. Can't. Even if she says it. Even when she says it. I don't care. I can't. I can't. Mm-mm. And if that's me being a hater, oh well. So what makes a rapper a rapper? You know, 
I say in this case, traditional 16s. I feel weird when these niggas start doing these singy songy 16s. Like the Rod Wave shit. No disrespect to him, but it's just, uh. I, I never knew. I To this day, I still don't know how I completely feel about it. That's probably another reason why I never really got into that wave either. Not Rod Wave, the artist. Just the wave of niggas rapping while passing it off as singing, if that makes sense. Like that A boogie type shit. You know what I'm saying? And again, it's no disrespect to those that's doing that. It's just, it's, this is just me. Like, I'm a conventional guy. You know, meaning rappers like Shay Noor and China Streets and um, Rhapsody. Like, just rapping without singing it and shit. <laughs> so... I hope that answers Namaste's question. Like, to me, what makes a rapper a rapper is, to me is conventional 16s and 8s. Shit that doesn't sound like something that belongs on the fucking, on a song with Lady Gaga or Taylor Swift or Katy Perry. You know? In the case with Doja, she could blend in with the best of them. With the pop artists I just listed... And with my fucking, with um, with the new female artists like Sweetie or Lotto or, you know, well Nikki or whoever the, whoever the fuck else is lit right now. It's just to me. I just said it for the third, fourth time. She's not a conventional rapper. I wouldn't even consider her predominantly a rapper. Like I said, she's a pop artist. That occasionally raps or a pop rapper. Again, sorry, Q-Tip. Do not kill me for this if if you're listening. But, uh, yeah. Conventional 16s or conventional 8s is what I consider a rapper a rapper. Not some shit you just sing over and then get away with it calling it rap even though the shit sounds like it belongs on a on a hit and track with Katy Perry, Swish remix, whatever, whatever, you know. So that's my that's my take on it. So for the fourth and final time, I I don't I don't fucking care that Doja Cat said it. I, me, Robbie Ritz, don't consider her a traditional rapper or a conventional rapper. She's a pop rapper, pop artist that occasionally raps. Drake is a rapper that occasionally sings. Doesn't mean I'm a consent. Consider him a total R&B artist. No, that nigga's a rapper. Okay? And I don't give a fuck how many times y'all tell me a little little black used to rap. Keyword, used to. That nigga's a pop artist in my eyes, too. (laughs) Black Eyed Peas used to rap. Them niggas is mainstream pop acts. (laughs) Moving on. Um... Speak and matter of fact, not even moving on. We could just we could just use Drake to roll into some other shit. Um a track leaked out on the internet with him and Jack Harlow. In my opinion, the shit is underwhelming, but Drake was rapping, rapping. 
sorry, that man eclipsed Jack Harlow, like, to the point where it was like, I don't even fucking care for his future verse, Jack's, I mean, but you know what they reminded me of? Of Drake did to Jack Harlow what Jay-Z did to Drake on Light Up. <laughs> he gave him one of those welcome to the Big Leagues bitch verses. <laughs> welcome to the Big Leagues, nigga. Welcome to the majors. <laughs> but step up or step out. <laughs> but yeah. Drake bars were hard, but the song as an overall is underwhelming. Niggas is only going to come back for the Drake bars. That's it. Niggas, niggas can give two fuck less about Jack Harlow. And what's funny to me, um, earlier earlier this year, Jack Harlow dropped Nail Tech. I listened to Nail Tech. And to me, it was reminiscent of Drake's headlines. That's the type of vibe it gave off. If you listen to the beat and you listen to Jack Harlow's lyrics, it's very take care reminiscent, in my opinion. Like he just gave off the Drake headlines vibes with that. And I would have thought that being on the same track as October's very own, you would make you, you would put a little more oomph in that. Like, you would make a strong-ass impression. Like, again, this nigga Drake completely, like, eclipsed him. Eclipsed him, like. You ain't even try, nigga, the fuck. Like, but but then again, it's a leak. So, you know, hopefully the final, if a final, you know, final mix or whatever the fuck comes out, hopefully we get a better verse from him. Doubt it, but, you know. Here's holding out hope. <laughs> but um yeah, um I might as well I might as well say how I feel about Jack Arlo. Um you know, some if not most of the black community is just like, uh he's like because he's a white rapper, he's trashed by default because he's white. <laughs> but there's there's some other people that like him not for his music but because of his his personality he's likable you know and because and in this climate once you're likable as a person everything else after that can be tolerated I mean look at Meg Thee Stallion she's been putting out mid for years putting out mid for years but because you know, women, but because women, especially black women, they are fiercely loyal to her. They are fiercely loyal to that woman because, again, she's likable. She connects with them or she, however the fuck you, you want to describe it. Point is, they like her. They really, they like her more as a person than they do as a music artist. And because they like her as a person, everything she drops is going to be overhyped. Even if they know this shit is mid, them niggas going to die with that lie. This shit is fire. This shit is fire. Real hot girl shit. And it'd be the same 8 to, tw- eight to 12 to 16 bars she done put for the last 12 fucking, 12 fucking songs. Wet ass, 
Like, how many years has it been since she dropped wet ass pussy and we still getting wet ass, wet ass pussy similar verses or WAP similar verses? Like, oh my god. I'm surprised she I'm surprised she hasn't come come out with a um fucking OnlyFans as much she talk about her pussy. I think at least Lizzo had a fan Facebook. I mean Facebook. At least Lizzo had an OnlyFans, or at least I thought she did. And then she does it. It's not too late for Lizzo to come out with with an OnlyFans. I ain't gonna hold it. I would pay money to see them cheeks. Bare. Spread. Lips. Yeah, nigga. Me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> mm. Like, I ain't gonna hold it, fam. I always found Lizzo attractive. I always found Lizzo attractive. And she's a very gifted and talented artist. It was just the attention-seeking antics was a turn-off. It was a big turn-off. The attention-seeking them attention-seeking antics was... That was the only turn-off. Other than that, I can watch her all day twerk bare ass out while her playing the flute to Cause I Love You. I don't care. I never found Lizzo disgusting at all. It was just, again, the attention-seeking antics. I know Cobb was, like, making fun of her with the fart jokes, but it's like, nigga, I don't care. Whenever she used to post her ass, I'm talking bare ass, I would save a pick. Ooh. Like, that's as close as we're going to get to BBW porn with her. <laughs> like, I'm with the shits. Would I listen to her music? Nah, it's not for me. But I would watch them che- her and her them cheeks all day. Yo. But um, speaking of cheeks... She had she had her cheeks, she had her cheeks out on a private plane, on a private jet, um, basically promoting her um her body shape brand or her body wear brand. One of them one of them boring ass bland white girls felt the way about her bare cheeks being on the PJ, and I'm like, and for the first time, everybody. Well, I'm well. Let me not say every like. Fuck that. I'm going to say everybody. Everybody, mainly black, collectively agreed to basically tell that white girl to shut your boring, bland ass up and get your money up. And you too can fly bare ass on a private jet. Like in this case, everybody rallied up for Lizzo on that one. And I fucking loved it. (laughs) Low key, I loved it. For once... Lizzo was doing her. She was really minding her business. The only thing she was doing, again, was promoting her fucking clothing brand. That's it. And she had the money for a private jet. So, yeah, she, as far as she's concerned, she could be bare ass all she wants. She, fuck it. She could, take the, she could take the titties out, too. That's her that's her fucking private jet or the private she's renting that and either way she got the money for both. So who is a boring white chick to complain about it? Who is any of us to complain about it? She do whatever the fuck she wants. I personally, me speaking, Riley Ritz, I don't mind seeing more Lizzo ass. Hey, knock yourself out. <laughs> um Fuck I was about to say. But um 
you know what? While I'm still on a while I'm still on a like mental roll here, well, with me at least, there was like niggas brought back the you know the what you call it post your cancelable takes post the takes that you think is cancel cancel worthy and right around the time I was just shooting off whatever was coming to mind like I didn't give a fuck if it was like cancel cancel worthy takes or not I just wanted to get my thoughts off first post was Drake first, yeah that was the first post I came across was Drake and my take, my opinion of Drake overall was the last great Drake album that we received objectively was nothing was the same. Subjectively, views. I say views because that was a slow burn for me. If I'd have never went with Joe Button's opinion like a dumbass, I would have came to that conclusion way sooner. But yeah. Views was a slow burn for me. I appreciate that shit way more than ever compared to the last two projects, last two projects he put out. You know, niggas. I don't hear too many people coming back to Scorpion, other than nonstop and a couple other shits. I don't hear too many people. I mean, I don't hear too well. I don't hear too many people coming back to. Certified lover boy like that. And if they do, it's for a couple singles. Not for the not for the album as an entirety. Tirety. I can only listen to the champagne poetry if it's slowed or screwed. I don't like hearing I don't like listening to the regular version anymore. <laughs> I I don't like like that's how much I enjoy the slowed down version. I don't want to hear the fucking Regular version anymore. That and the fucking freestyles I heard behind that shit. That that's what really killed it for me. Um, pipe down. I don't know why. Initially I liked it, but then as soon as other people got a hold of it, I was like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> but I'll say the songs I really like are Champagne Poetry, um, Into Deep, especially the second part. That shit is tough. Um, the bridal path shit is cool. Like the AM PM shit is cool. Um, the remorse, that shit is cool too. Like I would have to revisit that project again, but it's like, uh, I'm not pressured to revisit it at the same time, you know? But yeah, to me, the last great Drake album objectively is... Nothing was the same. I know niggas like to give Take Care as credit, but I think it's been given too much credit. Like, it's still a good album, but I think it's just given too much. I give it, I think it's given way more credit than it deserves. Like, spread that shit around. Take Care and Nothing Was the Same. That's it. You know? And... I was about to include his, I was about to include, if you were reading this, it's too late, and the um, Dark Lane project until I looked them shits up. Okay, them shits is mistakes. I can't count those. Even, um, what's his other mistake? With Passion Fruit on there. 
more life. He calls that shit a playlist, but you know, honestly, it's a, it's another fucking mixtape. So, if the, if those were if like, and to be honest, those shits were better off as actual Drake projects. And that's what I realized that Drake makes his best projects when he has nothing to prove. When he's just fucking around and just having fun and getting his shit off, that's when you really get the best Drake songs. Which is why, you know, if you're reading this is too late, more life and the Dark Lane demo tapes is more it's more it's more of a fan favorite than it's more of a fan favorite it's more of a fan favorite like if you really think about it niggas like those three projects more or just as much as the two official drake albums if that makes sense you know like again i wish them shits were officially in the drake continuity as far as album goes, but you know, what can you do? Um, I think Drake can. If Drake's gonna release more projects, again, he should go back to just having fun. Like I know, like I don't know if anyone else notices that when he tries too hard to like make a point or get a point across, that's when it's like it's translated. Poorly. And when I mean poorly, I mean poor as in co- like quality music. The quality in the music. Like, it's okay, but it could have been better. Type shit. You know. He makes the better music when he's just fucking around. When he isn't trying too hard. to Whether it's to get a point across or to address someone or... To show his fans that he's still number one, which he's already, he's been proven that times over by now. At this point, you ain't got he ain't, to me. He ain't got to do that no more. He can just have fun with the shit. Kanye, he's another one. Objectively, his last good album was "Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy." Objectively, subjectively, my personal opinion, his last good album was. Uh, I want to say Jesus. I know Jesus is not well liked by most people, but I liked it. If you just if he if he takes away Bound Two, it's a good album. It's still a good album. You know what? Yeah, I st- I stand by it. Jesus to me is subjectively Kanye's last good album, but objectively as a whole. Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is this last good album because the quality took a dip afterwards. You know, I still fuck. I still like Life of Pablo, but it was all over the place. Um, Yay is in that memory. Yay isn't memorable at all. Nobody fucking brings that up. Nobody cared about Jesus King either. Um, Donna was another slow burn to me. Like, in the beginning, I liked it, and then I disliked it, and then it grew on me, and I started liking it again. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, to me, as soon as his, his 
like qual like as far as in the music quality with Kanye, I feel like as soon as his mental health took a dive, that's when the music took a dive. So yeah, the like Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was the last great album we got from him as a whole. But I still like Jesus and I still like Life of Pablo, even though it's like very discombobulated. But hey, what can you do? Um, another post I saw about sex as far as female rapper goes. Yeah. Um, I don't think women, I don't think women like lyrical rap from other women. I don't. Not most women. No. There's still a few women that, again, there's still few women that listen to other lyrical female rappers, such as, again, Rhapsody, Shay Noor. China Streets. Um, I really want to say Latasha, but she doesn't. She's another. She matter of fact, yeah, she's another one that switched over to the pop rap lane too. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't have ties where like that, so I'm. I can more than freely say it. Like when I knew when I knew Latasha, she was rapping, rapping. Like, she can rap. Don't get me wrong. But she came, like, she discovered, like, there's more money to be, there's more money to be made, you know, with the mainstream shit. So she transitioned into that. And, you know, it's been very lucrative for her. But, yeah, me being me, I'm going to call a spade a spade. She's a pop rapper. And if I'm wrong, hey... I can, I can take it, but this is my opinion, and this is my podcast, so fuck y'all. <laughs> She's a pop rapper, but yeah. Going back to what I said, going back to what I'm saying, um, there's still a few women that listen to lyrical rappers, but like I keyword, few. Like, I know there's women... Don't really like that. They don't like lyrical miracle spirit, lyrical miracle spiritual shit. No matter what, no matter what gender comes out with that, man or woman, nigga, like niggas ain't trying to go to the function off of no fucking turned up over no Lupe. I never heard nobody going to the function turned up over no Lupe. And if you do, then hey, that's you. I'm just saying that. They're not listening to that wordy shit to get themselves ready for the day or the, for the night. They listen. They listening to pretty bitch rap, city girl rap, or thought rap. That's it. And if they are listening to niggas, they listening to drug dealer rap or shit that caters to the pretty bitches. Other than that, they're not trying to hear. They're not trying to hear no lyrical, miracle, spiritual. They're not trying to hear no fucking dance with the devil. They're not trying to hear how the white man's holding them back or how these niggas is holding them out or taking advantage of them and shit like that. Nah. They trying to they trying to look and feel good. So yeah. Not too many women listen to fucking female like lyrical rap. I remember I asked that shit one time and Niggas responded to me as if I was the problem with rap. <laughs> You're misogynistic. How dare you? Fuck you, nigga. You niggas keep acting like. 
I ain't do shit to you, lady, but ask a question. <laughs> I ain't do shit but ask a question. Like, what the fuck? But all niggas ask this. Okay, I'm not all niggas. I'm me. This is me asking the fucking question. But that was like a year ago. And now I'm just like, y'all don't really give a fuck about lyrical content from women. Y'all just want some, again, y'all just want pretty bitch rap. City girl rap or thought rap. And I get that there's a time and a place for any and everything, but my but even with that, y'all still don't really give the lyrical content a chance. Not like that. So again, it goes back to the shit that I just listed out. Y'all listen to that shit more than anything. And the drug dealer shit, just to, just so you can feel like a female Tony Montana. Or that you was, or that the nigga you dating would, or that the nigga you dating, you gonna envision him as that drug dealer nigga. I don't know. But all I know is, y'all don't give lyrical shit a chance like that. And honestly, that's your, that's your palette. That's your prerogative. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, tear you down because of that. At the end of the day, you're your own individual, you're your own person. You like what you like. I'm just saying, Y'all don't give lyrical content like that a chance from both genders, especially from women. So, again, shout out to my old listeners. Shout out to my new listeners. Thank you for giving yourself a chance to listen to me rant and rave and do weird ass laughs and shit. Um, While we're on the subject of lyrical content, I have lyrical content out now and it's called A Melanist Situation. Myself featuring Segnon and Lafayette Stokely. Basically, it's lyrical, it's lyrical content dedicated to and praising black women of all shades, but more so the darker shade too. Um, it's available on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, Bandcamp, Audio Mac. Just look under the name Roddy Rittens. That's on all the music that's on that's on all the streaming platforms again spotify title apple music audio mac soundcloud riley rittens r-i-l-e-y-w-r-i-t-t-e-n-s also visit my website sign up subscribe to my newsletter so you can get free shit exclusive shit and discounts r-i-l-e-y-w-r-i-t-t-e-n-s dot com follow the podcast page both on twitter and instagram at riley randall's pie r-i-l-e-y r-a-n-d-o-m-s-p-o-d you can also follow my main page at riley ritz r-i-l-e-y w-r-i-t-t-s um i mean if you want to tip if you want to if you want to tip to help the cause fuck it cash app um, PayPal is the same shit. Riley Ritz, R I L E Y W R I T T S, and I'm gonna end this off with the with the phrase. I, you should be familiar with it by now. And if you're new, it's fair. I don't know shit. Neither do you. Humble yourself. Learn something new. Your education doesn't stop after you leave school. It's gonna continue the rest of your adult life. And as long as you know you don't know shit. You're 10 steps ahead of the curve of everybody else that's stagnant. All right? One.